Welcome to the Produce Industry Podcast, your weekly download on current events, trends, market reports, and community discussions. Join us each week from Tampa, Florida, as we cover all aspects of the produce supply chain industry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Patrick Kelly. Hey, produce people, welcome back to the Produce Industry Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kelly. As always, I am honored to be here coming to you live from Tampa, Florida. Today is January 30th, 2023, the last Monday in January, everyone. Can you believe there's only 11 months left of 2023? Jumping ahead a little bit, but just remember, these years go fast. The last 15 feels like three. The next 15 might only feel like two. So get ready for what's to come. Now today, January 30th, I am in Birmingham, Alabama at the Piggly Wiggly Showcase representing all things Golden Star Citrus. So we're serving fresh juice, we're serving fresh oranges, and overall, we're having a good time. But this interview was actually recorded just last week in Woodlake, California with Michael Chavez, our fancy sponsor, and Jay Gardner of Citrus America, our standard sponsor. Now we brought these two together because they have both have juicers. One sells it, one has it in their packing house. We're gonna talk about excitement. We're gonna talk about what it brings to the table inside the packing house and the overall boost of morale that this juicer gives to the employees in the shed. And just a reminder, if you're interested in joining our virtual networking hour, the next one we have is February 15th, 2023, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Jeff Cady of Tops Markets. So come learn, lead, and engage with your industry colleagues. And huge shout out to Shay Myers of Produce Common Sense Podcast, also known as Shay the Farm Kid, and Carl Fiadini of the Walk and Talk Podcast, representing all things food service. So everyone, let's get this episode started. Hey, Mike, what's happening, man? Good to be here in Woodlake. Pat, always good to have you here, man. Good to see you. Glad to uh, have you in California. You know, when I got here, I was worried about, you know, getting everything done and and being in the shed and seeing oranges and seeing the fields. And and it it just like dawned on me that one, we've got the fresh juicer downstairs. And so everyone, Michael Chavez, Golden Star Citrus, Flavor Wave, fancy sponsor of the podcast. Mike and I have a lot of endeavors together that we participate in, but the biggest being citrus. Okay. And I can tell you, we ate a pomelo yesterday that was freaking amazing. And we're going to talk to our guest more about citrus today. We had the the mini Ola, which I thought was, it's always tart, everyone. It's always tart, but it was amazing. I'm like, we got to juice these. And even the navel oranges, dude, like it's primetime California citrus season right now out here. So it's just like I said, yesterday was like, I think that made my day just sitting eating citrus yesterday with you. <laughs> Yeah, and we didn't even hit one of your favorite items, the Caracara. So, you know, we've got some more fun lined up for today. We've got plenty more pomelos for us to munch on, more navels. Got a few tart lemons down there if you want to go get a taco and throw some lemon juice on top. A little bit of California citrus fun today. A little bit of everything. And even yesterday, I was talking about that the Florida Starburst Pomelo by Noble Citrus and comparing the California Pomelo, I was literally like, holy crap. Like, I have not had these two tasting pomelos like that comparable. So fun, man. And the meat on that Pomelo, dude, it was like taking a bite of meat, like legitimately. So it's citrus, citrus from California. Citrus is in the air. Love is in the air. Like, I don't know what to say, but we got a cool guest today. Yeah. Friend of yeah. ours. Yeah. Good friend of ours. You might know him as the juice guy around town. Crazy guy in the van, the juice guy in the van <laughs> everyone i have been kidnapped by that van if you ever see it rolling down the road i've been banging it let me out let me out <laughs> while drinking juice in the back but you know uh, jay gardner of citrus america heck we met in 2020 
And just to watch the journey of juicing across America, one should be its own TV show. I agree. Like seriously, right off the bat. Because one, he's got to go into all the grocery stores. He's got to go into all the, I would say, wholesalers type, you know, to get fruit, Mm -hmm. all the big box companies. And then he gets to go to restaurants, right? We were at El Tarasco just the other day (laughs) and they were hand juicing, remember? Hand juicing lemons for their margaritas. And I thought... Carpal tunnel right there, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a selling point, though. It enticed us. It got the citrus aroma in the air, made you want that margarita or, you know, whatever they were putting that citrus juice in. Or that aguave lemonade for me, right? Absolutely. Exactly. Not always alcoholic beverages. It's not always, <laughs> but it's always best when there's alcohol fresh, apparently, to something. So. <laughs> <laughs> quote our quote Dan, the produce man. So let's get on it. Let's get and welcome Jay Gardner, Citrus America. Hey, everybody. How are you guys doing today? All's well, Jay. Good to see you, man. Always good to connect. You know, I, just, I have to tell you, I can see you on the screen. You always got a big old smile on your face, man. Well, you guys were making me thirsty and all that talk of citrus, you know, right, right to the heart. So I love it all. I love what you guys are doing. You know, definitely, you know, you're good friends of mine. And, you know, Golden Star has been great to us as well. It's always a pleasure seeing you guys at shows and being a part. We've been a part of your booth before. Mm -hmm. And it's just always a great time being with you guys. So thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's one of the fun things that we get to enjoy in our industry is like, even though, and I talk about this, I said this with Quentin the other day. I've talked this with Mike. It's like, just because we're sponsors doesn't mean like I promote your product, right? It's like, I promote what I love. Heck, I've got a big sumo, literally a huge sumo sign in the back of my office. And I work with Golden Star Citrus. That's kind of a conflict there. But (laughs) on another note, Mike loves Deco Ponds. I love Deco Ponds. If we look at the biggest brand, that is one of the biggest brands right now is that orange. But oranges, like what am I going to do? Be like, nah, nah, sorry. Don't like that brand. I'm going to eat the produce, but I'm not going to support the brand. So it's always fun because this juicer was one of those things that regardless, if we work together, I, every time I went to a Whole Foods, I would get fresh juice even before I met Jay. It just, there's a, there's a flavor profile that you just don't get from the big manufacturers. Let's be real. Agreed. Well, you're 100% correct. You know, when it comes to the juicing equipment, especially, and I mean, fresh juicing, no matter what equipment you get, get it off of, it's always better, right? Than a big manufacturer. But there's definitely a difference within the fresh equipment as well. It doesn't matter. Like you were talking about the hand squeeze, you know, there's, there's a couple of different ways to hand squeeze citrus. Those different machines that you can use, if it's automated or not, still give you different taste profiles, depending on how hard you squeeze, you know, things like that. The more automated equipment, like what what we offer and what you guys have, there's a difference there too. Like we have that awesome, cool moving knife system that keeps the peel oil out. And that's what really makes the difference when it comes to the end product. And you really taste that in those alcoholic or not non-alcoholic drinks that you said, or ceviche, especially, you know, you talk to people who make ceviche and they will be the first to tell you peel oil will kill your ceviche. So you really have to make sure that you're using a good end product. And I mean, that's, that's what we offer. We, we just offer the best, right? That's what we do. Kind of like you, Pat, I, I have to believe in what I sell. You know, I absolutely love this product and that's why I'm all over. That's why I'm driving across the country. That's why you see me on LinkedIn because I truly believe in what I'm doing. It's fresh, natural, healthy, and it's just freaking cool too. 
it's fun to watch and I it's agree with cool that. experience. I do agree. I mean, you know, I went on this hike to the Dominican Republic last year and a gentleman, Ramon, who worked for the National Mango Board. Mm-hmm. You're going to love this. And he said to me, he goes, man, I love that juicer you have. He goes, you do that every day? And I said, no. I said, I wish I did. I said, but I'm a, you know, it's me. I'm the one man show in the office. I go in, you know, it's an hour, you know what I mean? To juice it, tear it down. And he goes, you know, when I started working at the National Mango Board, we never had mangoes inside the office in Orlando. And I said, really? He goes, so now he goes, we have about a thousand dollar expense a year. He goes, I make sure every day that there are mangoes in the office for people who visit mangoes during lunchtime, mangoes during meetings. And he goes, and Patrick, you, you are surprised on how the company starts eating more mangoes. Mm -hmm. And he goes, and as the national mango board, he goes, it's our duty to spend a thousand dollars a year. He goes on mangoes and he goes, and you know, the company gave him a little bit of resistance, Mike. I mean, you'd probably do the same with me. Hey, Mike, I'm going to buy a thousand dollars of citrus coming in every (laughs) single month. You'd be like, bro, what are you doing? But what it did was it got the employees elevated on mango. It got when they're in meetings and they're eating mangoes and talking to clients, they're able to talk about a mango instead of being like some of these associations that are like, well, we love all produce. <laughs> no, it's like they're connecting with it. And I think like even being in the citrus community, we've got the machine downstairs here at the packing house. We've got another machine in Florida at the podcast studio. I mean, Mike, what did you think when we approached you and said, hey, we should have this in the QC department? Tell, start off with the real, the real like what you said to where now where it's come today, right? <laughs> <laughs> I definitely questioned it. I'm like, okay, we're packing fresh product, you know, and any grower shipper will tell you, you know, your our focus is on the fresh product. You know, where are we moving boxes? Which retailers? Which wholesalers? Which export? You know, that's where our primary focus is. And the juice market for a packer like us is not that it's not irrelevant, but it's it's a secondary thought. So when you talk to me about bringing a juicer in, I'm like, okay, what are we doing here? Are we going to set up a roadside stand, <laughs> or you know, what are you getting me into, Pat? You know, that's always my question: is okay, where, where what what road are we going down next? But you know, bringing that juicer in, not only here just at the facility, but even at some of the trade shows. You know, you myself and Jay have have been there at booths together. We've juiced, you know, with uh, people walking by, and that is the biggest draw. And I will share this with anyone who's participated in any kind of trade show, that is the biggest draw is seeing those wheels spin in and seeing that citrus drop in and mixing, you know, oranges and we've mixed mandarins and seeing that brilliant orange juice just flow through and then educating on pill oil with Jay, you know, my family's been in this in citrus deal for 37 years now this year. And I never thought about peel oil <laughs> going into juice and Jay's information is so phenomenal. You know, after three decades of family history, we never took into consideration the pill juice, you know, once we started juicing, but it's just so interesting how we always learn something new and having the juicer here, even our staff outside, you know, a lot of our managers, you know, graders, packers, you know, guys that are stacking boxes, driving forklifts, we fire that juicer up. And I mean, you see their faces light up and they see oranges, lemons, grapefruit, every variety that we pack every day. And it's so cool that that juicer just brings this excite and lights their faces up because we're doing something different other than just peeling that citrus or cutting it in half. And it's so fun to hand them a cup of juice and just see the smile when they're enjoying From your origin. Exactly. From his, that's what's even funnier. It's, I say funnier, but it's like a lot of times we get to the store, we don't know where it comes. Like we do, right? Because we know. Yeah. But like we get to go and have the pride and walk downstairs and say, hey, Mike, where's this from? Hey, this is from Ranch 40 in Woodlake. Hey, we're going to, and then we juice it. Like I'm telling you, I have a miniola and a navel orange over here and I am going to make 
juice today that is going to be navel tangerine juice. And, and that's what's so cool about it is even myself being at the studio in Tampa. So the girls now in the office can smell what's happening in, in my office. And I've got a couple that they're friends now, right? Jay, you met, you've met a couple of them, right? I, and so when they see oranges get sent to my office, when they see like me, bro, right away, ready? And I'm like, oh, I don't have visitors today. Oh. And they're like, you got the juice? You got like, the I'm juice? A, like, I, like I'm a drug dealer, man. They're like, you got the juice? And I'm like, I got the juice. And they're like, let me know when the juice is ready. We'll come back. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what is going on? I've gotten more podcast subscribers in my office from your juice machine than I have on my own darn voice, bro. <laughs> Listen, fresh juice brings people together. There's no question. And, and it's a draw. Everybody wants it. People don't know it. And, you know, everything that we see on the store shelves say it's fresh and natural and, and usually the state that it's from, right? But most of it isn't all that fresh and all that natural. And once you've tried real fresh juice, it doesn't matter if it's lemon juice, lime juice, you know, tangerine juice or orange juice or grapefruit juice, it really stands itself apart, especially yes. when you take the peel oil out of it, right? So it, because peel oil is what most of us think of when we're drinking orange juice, we get that bitterness and that bite, right? And, and kind of some acid reflex a little bit. We think of it as citric acid. Everybody thinks, oh, there's a lot of citric acid in there. It's not. There's more acid in your coffee than in your orange juice. What they're, those big bottlers are doing is they're adding, for one, the process just automatically puts a lot of peel oil in because they're just blowing apart those skins. And so it adds a bunch of peel oil, but they actually add extra back in for the flavoring. So yes, it's all natural product. You know, they're using the whole orange, but not the orange that you necessarily want to consume, right? So they use it as flavor. We keep that out, gives you the best end product in the business. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you. I think that the the product tastes very good. You get to see the color of the juice. Heck, I did a which juice is better on my YouTube channel. And it's not even about trying to dog some of the big bottlers. Mm -hmm. It's trying to show the difference in that freshness, right? Jay, you said it earlier. What, what was it? A delicacy? What would you say it was like to drink fresh orange mm -hmm. juice like this? Yeah. Well, what, I, what I've really been calling it is affordable luxury, right? Affordable luxury. Yeah. Because it's something, you know, look, the economy is real, right? Costs have gone up. Everything's gone up. Fresh orange juice isn't cheap, you know, when you're comparing it to those bottles in the store. It's not cheap, but it's that little extra, you know, glimmer that you get at the beginning of the morning every morning where it's just a little bit better. Yeah, it costs you a little bit, but it doesn't break the bank, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and, you're actually giving your family something that you believe in because for a lot of times with my equipment, depending on which retailer you walk in the door, you can juice it yourself. So you know when it was juiced, you pushed that button, you watched it go, you filled your own bottle. It's a cool experience and you know that you're giving your family a fresh, natural experience. 100%. And I think that's a perfect time. We're going to cut Take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk about some of the things that are in these big bottlers' juices, not getting too much into it, but showing what the difference is, showing the color difference, and then talking about how this juicer can bring excitement not only to a packing house, but to a retailer or a business near you. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. 
Discover Orchard Freshness on Amazon Fresh with Arctic Apple Slices. Arctic Apples stays Orchard Fresh longer than other prepackaged, pre-sliced apples. This means less waste and no more half-eaten apples. Plus, you'll love the undeniable freshly picked flavor. Arctic Apple Slices are available in convenient grab-and-go bags in both Arctic Golden or Arctic Granny varieties in select markets on Amazon Fresh. Packable, snackable, 100% irresistible. Are you ready to enhance your skills? Every day we are tasked to make fast, effective decisions to keep up with the fast-paced produce industry. At AgTools, we take the pressure off of gathering data to help make your day easier and more enjoyable. Connecting the supply chain with AgTools is unique, practical, and easy. AgTools can be used from multiple angles of the produce industry from farmers all the way to logistics companies. We call that 360-degree decision-making day after day. Visit us at www.agtechtools.com to gain more reliable and relevant data to see more, achieve more. And now, back to our show. Welcome back to the Produce Industry Podcast, everyone. It's always great to hear from Dynamite sponsors developing Dynamite content for the produce and supply chain industry. Today, we are joined by my good pal, Michael Chavez of Golden Star Citrus and our guest of the day, Jay Gardner of Citrus America. Mike, it's been going uh, pretty well so far, huh? Hey, it's been a great trip so far, talking citrus, eating citrus, you know, a little bit of everything. We got some great company here with Jay. I'd call it a good day. I call it a good day. Jay, welcome back, man. Thanks. I, I'm wishing I was in California with you, hanging out, getting to walk the groves, because that's always a good time. I, I absolutely love it. As as you know, um, sponsor Noble Citrus, who I definitely get to go and walk his groves. You know, Quentin's a great guy. He's grows some great tangerines here in Florida. So. So I haven't really walked any groves in uh, California. So we're going to have to make that I was going to say, there's got to be a happen. challenge here. I mean, I think That's Jay right. needs to come out. And when you're here, I mean, maybe West Coast Produce Expo, if you're coming to that. But I, I think that we need to juice in the field. Yeah, I yeah. think we need to juice in the fields here, man. There's nothing like it. It's a cool, cool experience juicing in a field. Ooh, it's sure. always best when you get it fresh. That's right. Right. You know, Ty, my son, speaking of that, so my son is 11. You you both have met Ty and he wants me to come up with my own tagline. Like he doesn't want me to use Dan the Produce Man's anymore. He's like, dad done with your episode you should be like yo keep it fresh like <laughs> and, I, and then this video i did the other day he goes geez what do you say he goes oh dad when you're done say it so at the end i said hey ty as dan the produce man said he goes keep it fresh <laughs> <laughs> so he's trying to like plug his own taglines in now but yeah it's it, great it, i think it has to be a natural thing though pat you know it's one of those things that just has to kind of naturally happen you know i, I agree i agree it'll come It'll he's come. he's It'll trying come. though. He he's all that he's like, Dad, in the beginning, you should say subscribe to my channel. In the beginning, he he's trying to coach me on the things I should say. And I'm and I am. I'm listening because I'm yeah. going, but he's watching YouTube more than I am. I'm watching 30 to 40 year old YouTubers. He's watching 18 to 22 year old YouTubers. So it's a little bit a difference, I would say, in how you we look at things, right? So, you know, I wanted to throw that out there. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, Pat, I, I know somebody that would really tell you, you have to listen to all the different generations to work together. So, you know, <laughs> I, I would, would follow the lead on that. I think I know that guy too, Jay. It sounds yeah. really 
familiar. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm just happy someone's listening to me. Okay. <laughs> As we all are, Pat. We're, I'm just we're happy all just one person. One person went, hey, I know someone that does that. <laughs> How many times we're like, we don't I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. Take an yeah. opinion from someone that doesn't matter. Yeah, I agree. Well, you know, talk, let's get back to the juicers. One, we won't get into it too much, but great show for the pig showcase as we bring our juicer there. Ty uh, is working with me at the at the pig as well. So a lot of cool, fun things that we have coming up. So we're going to give an update when we get back as well, talking about the pig and having fun with the juicer there and having Ty there. This is Ty's first trade show that he's working for the G star. So he's going to be, <laughs> he's taking Jay's spot. He's going to be handing out juice, handing out business cards. And as we know, Jay, you know, when we were at that show, a lot of these store owners bring their children to show them, you know, what's happening. So we thought the only way to get children involved in fresh produce is to involve them in fresh produce. So Ty's Great. looking forward to it. And I know we're going to have a good time serving up some juice for the pig. Well, let them know I appreciate the support because I can't be everywhere, right? I'm only one guy. I'm traveling across the country and I've got a lot of events going on this year. Man, my schedule is packed. And he'll send you a bill. Yeah. (laughs) She'll send send you the bill, not me. He'll send you the bill. I'll I'll pay him with the tagline. I'll figure (laughs) that one out. Tell him, pay him in 10 taglines. Like, hey, there's 10 taglines. Try to get your dad to say one of them. He'll be. be like deal be like deal I, I got it well listen but, speaking of the the fresh juicer though let's get back to that because you know jay you're in the fresh market right down the street from my house in tampa uh you're in a lot of grocery stores you're trying to get into a lot of of retailers and, and one of the things that you know even our buddy quentin Rowe talks about is the excitement in the produce industry and as you talk about like juicy crunch that tangerine that's mm-hmm. got excitement right i mean oh, it's great when i sent you the first box great i was blown away didn't think i could be blown away by a citrus item anymore noble citrus did it Right? Fantastic item. So how do we convert as you look at new items going into the department, right? This is a new item. It just, it's not a per box cost, right? So one, one, you know, store is probably going to spend a couple hundred thousand dollars in buying citrus each year, right? Mm -hmm. Per box. And they look at consumption. This is a machine that's going to go in. It's going to be a one-time cost. But as Jay's going to tell you, then after three, four months, it, it's going to be making the profit. So it's like, how do you how do you tell a retailer, a wholesaler, a distributor, like, hey, this is going to bring excitement to your department and here's why, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, you get, I mean, obviously you guys are spot on. So really when it comes to grocery stores, right, especially after COVID, getting people back into the grocery store is very important, right? Because we've all gotten used to online shopping. And even here in the state of Florida, there there's a new retailer that came in. They don't even have a brick and mortar. They are just online. It's absolutely mind blowing. So these brick and mortar stores they need to get people back into their environment, right? And that's where they make more money because they're missing all of the secondary sales, right? All those things on the side of the aisles that they put there to bring in that extra cash flow that you wouldn't have normally grabbed, right? So what we do is we offer a great reason to bring people back into the store and back in more often. You you know, every time they need milk and bread and bananas, well, guess what? If you have fresh orange, juice, they'll be coming to your store too, because you'll be that one location that has that fresh product that they can't get in every single store, wherever they go. What retailers really, what brings somebody into any given retailer tends to be the peripheral, right? What's around, not the center aisles, 
because pretty much everybody has very similar center aisles. But what are they doing that's creative and exciting around the peripheral? And it doesn't matter if it's produce or the meat department, you know, you're starting to see smokers and dry agers and live lobster tanks and really cool, inventive ideas that are exciting and bring people in. And that's where we live. It's hard to bring excitement into produce, as you guys were saying, because it's the same produce every year, every season, right? We see the same things every now and then something super cool, like the Juicy Crunch, which took Quentin and his team years, seven, 10 years to create, right? 40. 40. 40. So, 40 they so, say 40 years in the making, 60 days for the taking. So so there you oh, go. That's but, a tagline. See, I can't come up with a tagline, guys. Like, you'll, you'll get one. You'll get one. But, but it's those sort of things. They don't come around every day, right? So we're that innovative piece that you can bring into your grocery store, put it in your produce department. Really, most of our our produce departments are seeing 3% of produce sales in fresh juice, which is which is it, 3% doesn't sound like a big number, but when you're talking about your produce sales, that's a great number. You it's hard to find any program that you can just walk in the door into a produce department and add 3%, right? So that's a, that's a real number that most of our departments look for and really try and achieve. And some go past that and, and some are just hitting it nonstop. When you start seeing that. ROI on most of my equipment, sometimes it's literally weeks or a few months, you know? Yeah, it depends on the store. I mean, I would say your fresh market here in Tampa, because I drove by it, that place is always packed. I'd be curious to know, you know, just their produce numbers in general. Like it's freaking packed. Like I have people that tell me, yeah, when I'm depressed, I go uh, shopping at the fresh market. And I was like... (laughs) Wow. What are you talking about? Because have you been to a fresh market? I have. It's so elegant. Huh. Like it's how they do the lighting, Mike. It makes you think you're like, like in a fancy, like, right, Jay? It almost like the way the lighting hits, it's got dark spots, light spots, like how they display their produce. It's, it's, and you walk in and, and tell me if I'm wrong, Jay, it's like right when you walk in, you smell the floral because it's literally right when you walk in the door and it's not big enough like a Publix or a Winn-Dixie or a Save Mart mm-hmm. to where it's so spread out. These fresh markets are like boutique Gelson style type stores, right? Like that's what I would compare it to, right, Jay? Like very, very small stores. Very much. And but elegant. Um, Gel- Gelson's have my equipment too, you know? So it's a great shout out. Yeah, that that is a perfect fit for us. And that kind of boutique style, but really we find our equipment in every type of grocery store, right? And we're definitely in in a bunch of food service locations as well. But when it comes to grocery, like everybody wants fresh citrus. It doesn't, you don't have to have an expensive boutique store. Lots of Hispanics grew up drinking fresh juice. All of the Europeans grew up drinking fresh juice. You know, it's Americans that are just starting to really get on board. And it's my job to make sure we're all drinking fresh juice, right? So it should be a normal thing in every single grocery store, no matter the the, t- the style or the type. Yeah. But for sure, the, the fresh market, they do a great job. Their design team has done a phenomenal job. Their produce team, is, they're great people and they do a great job as well. Yeah, I can't, w- I can't wait to hit some of these grocery stores like Publix and Sprouts. And for instance, Publix and Sprouts, if you're listing, this is obviously, you know, you'll have a fresh customer every week with me 
me in Publix. But I think that those those type of stores will do good. I'm, I'll be real with you, man. Like well, Walmart should have this and like they blow it out of the water because even the demographics of Walmart where they put their juice, produce is here. Mm-hmm. They put their juice all it's the way in the back. The milk, Walmart, CEO, please listen. <laughs> like This is something that will increase sales. I know you guys are billionaires, but you know, coming from a small produce guy, it's like if that fresh juicer was right up front where the bakery and all that, right? You know, you guys know what I'm talking about. If yep. it was right there and if you put a bin of, of juice oranges, just hear me out, bin of juice oranges next to a bin of fancy oranges and it would say, grab your bag now for fresh, juice these and an arrow over to the juicer. You would probably see people grabbing those juice bags, going over and making their own bottles of juice. Well, that being said too, Pat, you look at, you know, Jay, you mentioned, you know, some of the Hispanic, uh, Hispanic community is big on juice. I look at our local uh, Vallarta supermarkets. First thing you see when you go in, they like putting these big bulk plastic ice filled displays and they actually sell the jug with the juice in it. So it's pretty cool. And then you walk around the corner a little ways over towards where the fresh, fresh food is and the uh, bakery and you have a big, massive blowout of a juice bar. And that thing, I know the one by my house is a couple miles away is packed Mm. they're doing horchata you know uh all the uh hispanic juices if you want just a fresh glass of orange juice they do that you know they'll they'll do all your blends they do everything but that is huge in the hispanic uh hispanic community and if you go into that vallarta pat maybe we'll stop by it's phenomenal because that thing does not ever stop juicing ever good shout out to jay's competitor for his juicing (laughs) (laughs) that's right but hey you know that so competition is real right it's out there for all of us and good competition's great to have you know it really if if people aren't out there juicing then it's a harder sell, right? Yeah. I, I I know my equipment. I know why I feel like we're the leader in the industry and, and I can talk to that all day long. But we have first we have to get the consumer interested. So so I think it's great and I love it. And actually that's one of my goals next time I'm in California is to stop by that location be, because I've I've been talking to a few people on the side and I definitely want to see it. You know, we've we've got giant juicers like hebs in texas they mm-hmm. they do a ton of juicing in texas and, and we're up north too so we are definitely all over the country well, what i like about this and you know let's talk about the i would say the ingredients in some of the big manufacturers and and just have a little bit of fun real quick you know if you look at these big manufacturers and there has been reports out i'm not going to name them you can look them up and talk about you know what orange juice you know what bottlers and manufacturers are doing and we're not putting them down we're just saying that there's another option it's the same thing of saying there's there's regular fruit and there's cut fruit right mm-hmm. there's there are two different options they're going to taste a little different too because once you cut the fruit it starts to deteriorate right how many times mike has people tried to do orange wedges in bags it doesn't work because of the it's hard it's, yeah it's, it's just it has not been mastered yet you know it's, and it, it smells like hunch punch <laughs> exactly when, when you when you open it you know it still still smells like that jailbird juice that, right that good old pruno baby <laughs> so it, it, it's like it's one of those things where you know you look at the ingredients and and one of the things that i saw i'm not going to name the name but one of the big you know bottling companies manufacturers you know you talk about the added ingredients but they have this marketing campaigns that talk about being transparent how transparent is it when you see the orange hit the machine juice it itself we're not adding sugar we're not 
not adding water. And one of the big added ingredients is, is these PFAS levels, right? In these juices, this artificially made chemicals. We have to. That's why the sugarcane, I would say, industry is subsidized because you have to put sugarcane in so many products for it to be shelf stable. The milk industry, right? All of these industries, right? So you look at that and then you look at these big, we're right down the street from one of the largest producers of juice on the West Coast, which, which is Ventura Coastal, mm-hmm. the Sunkiss, you know, co-op partnership. And they have like brown and FMC extractors. You know what I'm talking about. It's like these machines, they come in, they peel it, they smash it, right? And you get everything into it. Then behind closed doors, because we don't get to see when it goes through those pipes, they got to put water into it. They got to put sugar into it. Did you know, I'm going to pull like a Shea Myers, one onions 101. Like, did you know that onions can be stored up to a few years? We're learning that from Shea. Like onions can be stored for years at a time and still be produced in the store. Did you know that frozen concentrated orange juice could be stored frozen for up to three to five years? I didn't know that until a couple of years ago, to be honest with you. We've been sending juice to some of these big juicers for 30 plus years. Well, and even the non-concentrated, you know, it can, what they do for the non-concentrated is they suck out the oxygen, which we all know produce, right? What, what makes produce go bad? Oxygen. Oxygen. Right. So what they do is they suck out the oxygen and then they can leave that in a barrel for a long, long time up up to a couple of years without a problem. So yes, it's fresh squeezed product. But when you suck out oxygen from juice, you also take out all of the flavor. So when they do that, they have to put flavor packs back into the juice. Now, again, it's natural flavor packs because it's all natural products, right? But those are air quotes. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing that online. So you guys can see me. But you know, if you really look up what's natural products, there's some weird things out there that we eat <laughs> that are natural products, right? Natural. It just means that it was in nature at some point. You know, they're not false advertising. It's just not very clear on what it is. And that's what we right. bring to the table. But think about it like this. When I did the what, which juice is better. So you're a consumer, Mike. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, this is product from other countries. Read the label. You're probably going to read the label, right? You're going to be like, okay. When I turn the back of that bottle and I said it in my video, I said, well, they must not want us to know where the other countries are because it says on the bottle, juice from other countries. Please see label on back. No, it didn't tell me the other countries. I didn't uh-huh. know where it was from. So, and it was NFC. It was not from concentrate juice. In my head, I just think to myself, it's Florida orange juice. Like, right in my head, it's like, no, it's hundred percent Florida orange juice. And then it says other juice from other countries. And you're like, this doesn't make sense to me. This isn't transparent. Where is this coming from? Because a lot of the juice that comes into Florida comes from Brazil, comes from Argentina. And then what they do is they mix it with this juice orange in Florida. Remanufacturing, you can call it hundred percent Florida orange juice. That's right. Well, as long as they fall within the guidelines, right? So, you know, there's definitely a lot of laws out there and, and look, kind of going back to what you guys were talking about that, you know, we have canned produce, right? We have frozen produce. It's still produce. It's still a big part of our produce industry. Our growers, our shippers, I mean, our our citrus growers are still selling to juice companies. It's it's an important part of the business. So so I don't want to, you know, downcast that. It's just a different product. No, it's what you said. The goal for this is, I'll be real. I'm not downplaying anybody, but I want everybody to know there's affordable luxury out there waiting for you in your juice department. That's what we want to talk about. So I still buy Simply Orange. I still go to Costco and buy big orange juices because I know that I can't get it on a daily in my town because that fresh market is about 15 minutes from me 
back and forth next to Publix being literally I can walk to Publix from my house. It's two blocks from my house. So it's a little bit of a difference, but I also want people to know that it's you're right. Affordable luxury is waiting for you. I think Patrick's trying to steal my tagline now, right? Uh, oh, affordable luxury. That's the hot uh, topic of this podcast gonna, for sure. Yeah, I'm going to say, and that's it, everyone. I, I thought, like, I thought Ty, when I told, and you guys know I've got a tagline. He just doesn't want to listen to me. My real tagline is we'll see you in the fields and on the horizon. And he just doesn't like it. He's like, keep it fresh, yo. <laughs> it's got to be like three to four words. I think that's probably where what he's targeting. It's got to be something very short and simple. I'm like, that's six. Like yeah, you, you doubled it. You're, keep you're it fresh, you're homie. Just getting old, Pat. You're I just am getting, I'm getting old. old. He's yeah. like, yeah, six words, buddy. Uh, a little long-winded there, but we need to talk to you. We need to get you into marketing. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but no, I, I mean, that's what it's about, man. I mean, like I said, I'm not downing any of it, but it is about transparency. Yeah. It's about the product you're putting in your body. And again, if we put keep putting additive ingredients in our bodies, I mean, that's what's going to affect us long term. I think it's really crazy. And you know, we're going to wrap up our show here really quick, but I've seen more 50 year olds die in the last 24 months over or like unnatural causes or heart attack or stroke. And you're sitting to yourself going, wow, like what, how is this happening? Right? How are these people dropping dead? Well, it might've been what they've been putting in their body, what they didn't put in their body. Right. A lot of produce guys that I see on the go, they do not eat right. Right. Like, I mean, Jay, we do, right. I can tell you, I've been a lot of places with Jay and I can tell you, we have very good dinners and we're not killing ourselves with junk all the time. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, there, there's a, there's a big difference in what's happening in the world today and what we put in our bodies and transparency or not. I know I can walk downstairs and get an orange that came off a tree three blocks from here. When you get that bottle or when you get any product, yeah, I want to know where my food comes from. I'm sorry. Like, I know it's a hassle for labeling on the bags. Sorry, Mike, don't get back to that. But sometimes I do like to know this product's from Peru, this product's from Chile, this orange juice is from here. So I agree with you, Jay, but I think we also got to show the community that there's more options. There's not just one way of thinking, like you said, and the new generations, if they don't get hooked onto this now, they're going to be stuck in the same whirlwind that we've been in for the last 40 years. Well, and that's, that's the conversation. And I think it's really fun or fun to talk about and interesting being that we're in the space, but no matter what, we're all consumers. And I've done that where you get the juice bottle, you turn it around and uh, you start scratching your head when you read, 5% actual juice. <laughs> you're like, That's right. This is 100% Wait a bottle minute. of juice. Yeah, you're like, it contains 5% juice. So, like nuts? Yeah. Sounds like juice. <laughs> <laughs> Smells like juice. Yeah, but those are good questions. And like you said, Pat, you know, we, we, we want to take care of our bodies. We want to eat right. We want to do the right thing for ourselves, for our families, you know, what we put in our bodies, our households. Some of these questions and some of these conversations are very interesting to analyze. Yeah, I agree. Well, it, you know, I'm a produce guy at heart, right? I've been in the produce industry for decades, as people like to remind me. And I, I happen to be selling equipment now, but um, I'm, I'm definitely, you know, true blooded produce person. And it, it does drive me a little crazy sometimes when these farmers and growers and they're not practicing what they preach. You know, if you're growing citrus, you better be eating a lot of citrus, right? right. If I you're growing Brussels sprouts, I hope you're eating a lot of Brussels sprouts and passing that on to people right? Because you have to be excited about what you do. So people get excited about it too. Right. And, and not just eating it, but sharing it and sharing. This is how I like to make my Brussels sprouts at home. Right. Yeah. Here's, here's how I like to do, you know, I put pomelos in this dish and I use limes like this and I use lemons like this. What, what are we doing? We're all out there for, you know, the same reason it's to, right. We're, we're grower packer, packer shippers, right. Or, 
or juicers or whatever, but it's all about the produce. So we have to be our own champions. We have to be out there really eating more vegetables, right? No, stop it. Stop it. What are you, my dad? I'm a a little biased. I am a vegetarian, right? So it is what it is, but it's hard when I go to some of these produce conventions and I just see all meat on the tables, you know, and I'm like, okay, there's a salad. But what else? What else is out there? There's a lot of options. I eat vegetables every day, all day, right? That's what I eat. The options are out there. You just have to be creative. But you you all are the ones growing it and selling it and shipping it. You have to be promoting it too. I agree. Well, yeah. I told you yesterday, what's my goal for, for this next year? What am I trying to do with veggies? You're trying to incorporate them more into your diet, good snacks. You know, I know we talked about, I threw it out there for you, the mini cucumbers. That's one of the snacks that I really like grab one, you go, you have no ways to get rid of because you're going to eat the whole thing, you know? And that, I think that's a big part of it too, is just sharing, Hey, this is what I enjoy. Maybe you'll like it. You know, that's a clean snack and yeah. easy, easy to grab, you know, on the go. And if you don't know Patrick, he is on the go 24 <laughs> seven. So I made that recommendation, but you know, even sharing what we, what we all like at the end of the day, yeah, we're grower shippers, we're marketers, we're selling juice machines. We're doing all these things. We're all consumers as well. And yeah. I think that's a big thing is as much as I could tell you how great, why Golden Stars or Citrus is the best, you know, bottom line, I love my competitors as well. We got to push consumption and, you know, Jay, you hit the nail on the head as well. You know, hey, you've got competition out there. That's not the worst thing, man. We got to educate consumers. We're all consumers at the end of the day. And realistically, we're going to all push consumption. I agree. For I agree. Sure. And it takes time, right? I mean, the same thing. I mean, and when you order, like that's what, you know, my buddy Ross was uh, making fun of me the other day because he talked about Brussels sprouts. And he's like, you can't go somewhere with Patrick and order one thing of Brussels sprouts. Like I'll order one side for me. And I'm like, y'all want a side for yourself? And they're like, <laughs> what's going on? But in another notion, it's like, that's what you ask for, right? And you got to promote that. And I think that that's where people see my passion. That, you know, years ago in my 20s, I didn't eat like this. And I've just learned over the years, like, no, this is good. Let's have some fun experimentations and, and get it going. So uh, to me, it's been fun. And I promote what I what I love and what I eat. So and don't get me wrong, I tell everybody, don't think I don't eat donuts. Don't <laughs> think that I don't have ice cream. Like don't think that like, oh no, Pat only eats this and because of his body t- No, heck no, man. Like if I go to Dairy Queen and get a blizzard with my kids, I go to Dairy Queen and get a blizzard with my kids. Like I I have cheat days as they say all the time. I because it's not I'm not I'm not Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I don't get paid to freaking look like this. I do want my body to feel good. I don't eat as much produce as I would like, but I can tell you every meal in, in my, throughout my day, we have fruit, we have vegetables, mm-hmm. dinner time. Jesus, last night, we had plenty of vegetables in yeah. dinner last yeah. night, right? So I think that's the difference. Instead of ordering a plain cheeseburger, right? Like that you would do in the past. Now it's like, let me get a, and I don't eat beef either, but it's like, let me get a cheeseburger, but add lettuce, add tomatoes, add some bacon. Just tell them to put more of these things on because guess what? They will. They'll put it on there for you. You'll have a fresh meal. Yeah. It'd be amazing. I just had a vegan burger the other day from a company in LA and I swear it was meat. Like I swear it was meat, Jay. Like it was the craziest thing ever, but what they had on it, they had garlic aioli sauce. They had lettuce. They put microgreens on top, fresh tomato, right? And I'm just sitting here like right when I bit into this, I was like, this is the burger. They're lying to us. I just (laughs) ate beef for the first time in the last 10 years. I'm like sitting here going, this, there's no way this is, this is a a plant. Heck yeah, it was man. hundred percent plant-based burger. So that's great. Jay, it's been amazing having you on today. Thank you for taking the time. We're going to head downstairs. We're going to do some more juicing. So stay tuned, everybody. Look for some more juicing videos. And as I say, we'll see you in the field and on the horizon. 
You've been listening to the Produce Industry Podcast with Patrick Kelly. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Anchor to get new, fresh weekly episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Produce Industry Podcast. Until next time, see you in the fields or on the horizon.